Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer, and thank you for listening today. And welcome to 2021. Thank God. It feels like it's taken so freaking long to get here, right? 2020, I think, was this year of reflection and change. Um, I really believe that 2020 needed to happen so that we can all reset and so so that we can all reset individually but that but that our society can reset as well like society as a whole i think we're on to bigger and better things and this discomfort that we've been put through this year is just making room for some really great amazing things to come my one of my favorite quotes this year and i i i actually typed it out, printed it, printed it out on a piece of paper, hung it up on my wall because I just need the constant reminder of it is there are no blocks on the path. The blocks are the path. It's just fascinating. It really kind of puts things into um, perspective when you think about it that way that, yeah, you know what, we are all supposed to tumble and fall and make mistakes. And that's what we're put on this earth to do. So why am I excited about a new year? Well, <laughs> I think it's obvious, but I have a couple of reasons. Um, one is that I'm still alive and I'm going strong and I'm very grateful for this. Two, um, the vaccine is coming, people. We all will eventually get it, which means very, very soon and I know that still feels like a really long time from now, but very soon in the grand scheme of things, we can hug each other again, which is just incredible to say when you think about all that has happened. And three, I am excited in the new year about um, a very refreshing new presidency. With the first ever female vice president, Kamala, Thank God there's finally a female in the White House. After a lifetime of patriarchy telling women that they can't, we finally have the glass ceiling completely shattered, telling all girls out there that there are no limits. What's so funny to me is that throughout all of this, and at this stage in the game, one of the biggest topics around this year's election is Jill Biden's choice to continue teaching. Which is exactly what she did when she was the second lady, um, when Joe was vice president under the Obama administration. Um, But for some reason at this time, there is 
there's all these comments out there on the internet and people just making the, their own judgments around what they think she should or shouldn't do. Um, all, it's just kind of incredible. Like what the, all these articles are saying that what she's doing is unprecedented, which honestly is a really such a overused word these days, unprecedented. Um, and somehow she's modernizing this role of the first lady. So to have the president's spouse live the kind of life that the majority of women live in our country, which is working outside of the home professionally, all first ladies in American history have been by their husband's side, supporting their endeavors in the White House. Or even, and this is so stereotypical and goes back, pick, their job to, is to pick out the flowers to decorate the White House. Again, we have come so far, but still have so far to go for gender equality. Why has it been unthinkable until literally this year for someone to be both a first lady and a working professional? Jill reminds me of myself as a working mom, multitasking like a boss. Um, I read this quote from Obama, I guess. He said that um, a decade ago at a White House summit on community colleges, which is where she teaches at a, commu at a community college, he said that um, be between appearing on uh, one particular day, be between appearing on the Today Show, um, receiving briefings from her staff and hosting a summit that she was actually grading papers in her White House office. I mean, more power to you, Jill. Like, I I think every mom out there, working mom out there can relate. And every, any, every mom in any capacity can relate to that. Um, so it's she's just, just like us, which is amazing to have somebody just like us, again, in such a prominent position. Um, this all goes back to the societal and cultural systems that make women choose between a career and family in the first place. And wage equality and childcare costs in our country play a huge role in this. Some women don't work when they have kids because they don't make enough to cover the insane costs of childcare. But again, why is it just assumed that when her husband gets a big promotion that she's going to stop doing what she's passionate about? I mean, Dr. Jill has two master's degrees and a doctorate. The woman can do whatever she wants and no one should care. But while Jill is getting all kinds of comments for doing what any working woman does, Kamala Harris's husband, Doug Emhoff, gets all kinds of praise for showing his support of his wife by quitting his job. Now, I completely support him, and I love that he did that. And I love, love, love his title of second gentleman. We are breaking down all kinds of societal and political barriers here. But it's so rare in general that a man puts his career aside to support his wife. And what I'm saying is that he shouldn't this should be more normal. He shouldn't be getting all this praise for that because it should be in our culture, just such an everyday occurrence, but yet it's still not. So as frustrated as I am that we're still at this point in history, I am so deeply optimistic. In addition to Dr. Jill and Kamala, Biden will also have an all-female senior communications team. And six of them are moms with young kids. Besides just their qualifications as women and as mothers, they will bring perspectives and considerations that have not been discussed in the White House before, which is amazing. These women are role models for all of the overwhelmed working moms out there with young kids. 
just like myself and probably many of you listening. 2020 has challenged the progress that women have made with old school gender roles, right? So like women have been taking on the burden of everything to do with homeschooling, keeping the home while everybody's home, which is ridiculously impossible to keep it any type of clean. Um, And they're suffering in the workplace because of the pandemic. There's actually a phrase out there called a uh, she session because of the disproportionate impact on women's unemployment, career trajectories, and finances, particularly for working moms. This just fascinates me. Um, We, as a culture, we're making so much progress with the amount of women working versus men. And that the, the, this pandemic has compl- not completely, but has started to reverse some of those trends. So a lot more women, and, and this is um, backed up by statistics, that the, the unemployment rate for women in our country is a lot higher than that of men. And it's just, it's just sad. It's just frustrating. But I really think that because of everything, the change that's going on in our world, in 2021, we will all be forced to question this gender role stereotype that still, still lives deep in our subconscious minds. Change is in the air. I can feel it. I have a lot of hope for the future and for the world that my kids will grow up into. We're seeing significant shifts for women in our country, and I hope it continues. That is all I have for today, guys. Here's to a new year of learning, transformation, and opportunities for all of us. And I'm going to close with a quote from one of my favorites, T. Swift, um, Taylor Swift, who says, this is a new year, a new beginning, and things will change. If you're interested in hearing more and engaging with others on this topic, you can also follow my Facebook page at Money Isn't Scary, where we build a community of like-minded women willing to recognize that they have a right and responsibility to fight for their own financial security. Thanks so much, guys. I'll talk to you next time. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. You can find more information and connect with a community of like-minded women looking to explore their money stories on the Money Isn't Scary Facebook page. And if you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. Thanks for listening.